is it? No, but it's it. That's not like a sound is is like it is like a. <laughs> Like, you know, that's a sound. You're going to have good outtakes from this, though. Uh, can we can we start doing we're outtakes? Do we're going to do a cold open where it's that. It's, that's a sound. <laughs> <laughs> then jump into the knees. Um. Right. Dun, 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 dun. Hi, my name is Belle Wormser. I'm here with the Mustang Express podcast for another Teacher Spotlight interview. Today we are interviewing our principal, Mr. Reese. Thanks for having me. Of course. All right, so just to kick things right off, let's ask the first question. What was your first job? I, it's, I, I had a lot early on, but I think the very first one was working at McDonald's <laughs> uh, when I was 16, I want to say, uh, 15 or 16 years old. I got to work uh, the... I got to work the fries, and I got to work the drive-through window. Uh, that was exciting. I moved up from fries to drive-through window, and met some interesting people that way. But I, I always, always wanted to cook, and I wasn't allowed to cook because oh. I think you have to be 18 in order in order to cook. Even at, or at least then you did. Um, and I didn't stay there long enough to, <laughs> to reach that age. Can I ask something? Did you ever get something thrown back in your face through the drive-through? No. I was always pretty decent at customer service, <laughs> even at 16 at McDonald's. I, I think uh, there. I, I remember once we had a gentleman who came in. I was working the front counter that that particular day, taking the orders, mm-hmm. and the guy walked up to me and slapped his hand down on the table and said, "If you even put my burger in the microwave, I'm walking out of here right now, and you're losing my business." And then he went, proceeded to tell me exactly what was to be on the quarter pounder, what toppings, what, you know, order and all those types of things. And I made certain that that burger did not hit the microwave so that that gentleman could have his meal. Wow. <laughs> you didn't right. know what you were getting into with that question. No, I did not. What was your first car? My first car that I, I mean, my parents owned it, but that was, mm-hmm. you know, for, for me, was uh, a 1988 uh, Ter- Toyota Tercel hatchback. It was um, it was my baby. It was a stick shift. I learned how to drive on a stick shift. Uh, first couple cars were, were stick shifts, which I love. They don't mm-hmm. make you really, really can't find one anymore these days. Um, but it was a good car, and I had it for um, a few years uh, until I was actually it was a scary incident. I was rear-ended by an ambulance oh my gosh. Um, driving home from dropping a friend off on New Year's Eve, and. No, I was not being irresponsible. As a matter of fact, I didn't even have the faceplate on my stereo in the car, so I wasn't even playing music. I had not been engaging in any inappropriate uh, activities that evening. And it was actually the ambulance's fault because they didn't have their sirens on, but they had their lights on, and I couldn't, uh, didn't hear them. Yeah. And I went to go make a left turn, and they, it was almost like getting T-boned. And I, the car spun Ooh. 360 degrees, and all the windows That's shattered. Scary. And, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was uh, yes, it was scary, but, uh, but I, here I am. I just arrived, and so it was fine. And I'm that was the end of the 88 or so. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. At the beginning, I really thought you were going to say a Tesla. And I was like, oh. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't exist. <laughs> Elon Musk is like my age or a little older. Um, what was your college major? Uh, I That's my, my first one or, or, or the one that I ended up with. Because my first one was nursing. I was actually wow. a nursing major. Um, I was early acceptance to the Rutgers College of Nursing. 
I was certain that's what I wanted to do because I come from a very medical family. My father and my stepmother are both doctors. My brother is a nurse anesthetist. So I just thought that was the family profession and that's what I was gonna do. But after spending a semester studying nursing, I realized it wasn't for me. I thought for a hot second about going pre-med that maybe I wanted to go even deeper into the medical profession, but then that didn't take because uh, I guess I don't know if I'm just not smart enough or just oh, not motivated no, enough no. or whatever it was. It's not for everyone. Uh, that's right. It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't for me at that time of life. So I ended up uh, being kind of undeclared for, for for a little bit, and and one day uh, my father sat me down in a diner somewhere in my junior year ish of college and said, uh, "You got to pick something." Because after four years, uh, the gravy train stops, as he, he, he would put it. Uh, and so it literally was just a, a conversation of, well, what are you good at and what do we think would be marketable? And mathematics, we thought, you know, that's something that's always in, in demand. I said, well, what, what, what with mathematics? I'm like, well, I always wanted to be in a helping profession, hence the nursing and the doctoring and stuff. And so mm-hmm. teaching was a natural uh, extension of wow. that decision. Um, and actually... I didn't graduate with my teaching credentials because I started so late in, in mm-hmm. college, I still would have had to put another semester in, but I was eager to, at that point, uh, you know, I had gone to school for four years, I, I, I could, get, could get my, yeah, my, my, my degree in math, and I wanted to go out and make some money, and so I, 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 I went out, did the pri- work in the private sector for a little while, and then realized, nope, helping professions were for me, and went alternate route, got my teaching cert, and the rest is history. That's awesome. Now, if you weren't teaching or as you're an hour principal, what profession would you want to be in? I've always, I like working with my hands. F- fixing, diagnosing a problem and fixing things is like, mm-hmm. gives me a, a sense of purpose and, and I feel like um, it's, it's kind of like a hobby of mine. So I feel mm-hmm. like I would be like a high-skilled mechanic or something like that. Like like working on like... Yeah, you know, to be honest, <laughs> like something in that, like where it was, it was a unique, uh, you know, kind of niche, and and maybe not there weren't a lot of them. So mm-hmm. I would want to pick something where that was in demand, but but being able to work with, uh, you know, a machine or, or something and figure out what's going on and then and then and then fix it is is very satisfying to me. So I think I would, I think I would do that. Awesome. Now, what job would you never want, like ever? Couldn't work it in a million years. I don't, I don't know that I have an answer to that to that question. I, I feel like I've done I've done a, a few things in my it, you know in my life. Like I said, for McDonald's, I was a secretary at an emergency room for a couple of years in college. I worked as a movie theater usher, ticket salesman. I've been a teacher. I've been a telecommunications analyst. I've been a principal. Um, so I've. I've you know, I've obviously never been a lawyer or a doctor or any other, you know, there's, there's a bazillion professions I haven't done. But I feel like I've, I've made a good job of, 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 of doing my best uh, at everything I've put my test. So I can't think Aww. of anything that, like, would really be, like, terrible. Like, like probably, like, the really, like, d- dangerous jobs and, and like, yeah. probably, like, cleaning sewers would be, like, yeah. not, like, would want to do that. Um Mortician. But, you know, right. I don't know. I feel like that that could be there's well there's there's purpose in that, right? These are they're, yeah, they're, these are people who bring their loved ones to you that need this service. Somebody's gotta do it and it's gotta be comforting to, to, to help families through that time. I don't I know. I suppose, yeah. Interesting. Um, <laughs> That's a hard question. It is. What's your favorite kind of cheese? <laughs> so I 
I actually don't eat cheese. I, I, uh, all right, asterisk. I don't, I don't generally eat dairy. I'm not like allergic mm-hmm. to dairy. So like, you know, if there's some milk in like a baked good or something, you know, I, I'm not like, ah, oh I'm going to go to hives or something like that. But, but mm-hmm. it just doesn't agree with me all that much. So I don't eat dairy cheese. I haven't in, in, in years, but I eat non-dairy cheese. So, I mean, I guess yeah. if that, if maybe that's the answer to the question is that non-dairy cheese in any variety pretty much, uh, it, is I don't I don't know that I have a, a favorite brand or or, or flavor. They all not every they're all, pretty so, all take the same. Similar, <laughs> That's yeah. right. Um, what's your favorite sound? I guess a lot of the like kind of like cliche like the ones that you would you would hit on one of those sound machines you buy from like Bed Bath and Beyond. Well, not there anymore because they're out of business. But you know, uh, like birds chirping is, oh, is nice. Like like the, the the ocean waves is is nice. I do yoga from time to time, so like that kind of like, mm, and, then, and then like the like the bowls, the ding. You know, like I'm down with that. Like those are those are those are fun sounds. All right. What is your least favorite sound in contrast? I guess things that are like like jarring all of a sudden. So one thing that comes to mind is we get packages from Amazon, like a lot of people do, and they have those like poofy. Um, air-filled things to protect the package inside mm-hmm. and my children love popping them because oh. children since the dawn of time have loved popping the things popping that bags, are in yeah. in in thing, in uh, packages uh, but my daughter is taken to like it's not like systematic like all of a sudden i'll be in the kitchen and then bam you know the the bob off and i'm like bah! so it'll, it'll 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 freak me out that that that's not too pleasant mm. that's a good one um what are you binging right now in terms of tv book music anything we get about an hour my wife and I each night so between when the kids go <laughs> to, to sleep I have Brutal. a right uh, young young children so they uh, uh, they go to sleep around 8:30 or so and then by 9:30 when you're getting up at five in the morning to come to come here it's uh, you know pretty much 930 is the limit 930 10 um, so we get about an hour and we are we are, my wife and I are, are have taken to Ted lasso um, we so we wait on Wednesday we look forward to Wednesdays for that um, it's a good feel good show uh, we also started a new one on HBO called Blackbird. I don't know if and everybody's heard of that, but that I had, didn't even know it existed. It just showed up on oh no, it's Apple TV, uh, whatever it is. It's one of them, and um, and uh, that is a really interesting uh, premise and, and something that we're kind of we're working our way through. My kids cool. like The Mandalorian too, so we're, we're doing that. Cute. Um, now, as teachers and especially as our principal, you can't curse. So what is your favorite curse substitution? I, I think my favorite curse substitution is just abstinence from cursing. <laughs> because you one. might be surprised to hear this, but in, 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 in non-school settings, I have been known uh, on occasion to, 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 to frequent an expletives. But I would never, ever do that uh, in a professional no, of course uh, of course uh, environment here at the school. Um, you know, it would never be appropriate. And so I think just just not doing it is uh, is, is probably the way to go. Good. Now, you are given $10,000, but you must spend it on the students here at Brick Memorial. What would you buy? That is such a difficult question because there are so <laughs> many great student groups and student organizations that could use that money. Mm-hmm. And so probably... 
I would what I would do to make sure that that it was fair, equal usage of the money, and that er, all of the students benefited and the staff benefited. Is I would probably throw a massive feel good party type oh, event, yes. like like a huge. Huge, huge bash where everybody, all the whole school could go out and there would be food and music and games, kind of like a, like a, like a carnival. I'd throw a carnival, Aww. whatever carnival I could get for 10 grand. Nice. And, and, and invite everybody. I like that answer. Now, um, another hypothetical. If you're dying tomorrow, what are you doing today? <laughs> it's a little deep. It's, 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 it's incredibly deep. Um, <laughs> I, I would go home, uh, and and I would and I would spend the time with my wife and my three children, uh, ju- ju- just them, uh, doing probably nothing uh, special. You know, we we like all families. We have our mm-hmm. things that we do. We have movie nights and um, you know what have you. And so probably that we just go home. We'd have some dinner and uh, have movie night. And, and I would just enjoy being with them for as long as I could. Oh, that's a. That's a great answer. All right. Thanks. Well, this has been a lovely interview. Thank you so much well, for coming. It's been a pleasure. I, I really am honored by all that you guys are doing here with the Mustang Express. And under the advisorship of, of Mr. Stefanelli, the content that you're churning out at the clip that you are uh, on the podcast front and on the just the, the newspaper front, digital newspaper front, is really amazing. And, and I know I'm super appreciative. I know the community is appreciative of, of having that. Uh, ability to just kind of get inside of what's going on here at Brick Memorial. So thank you. Of course. All right. Well, thank you very much to Mr. Breezy for coming. This has been Bell Wormser with the Mustang Express podcast with another Teacher Spotlight interview. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Mustang Express podcast. Be sure to like us or follow us on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. If you are interested in helping out with the podcast, maybe you want to come on and be a guest, or you just want to help us create great content, be sure to see Mr. Stefanelli or one of the Mustang Express student staff. Have a great day, and remember, it's always a great day to be a Mustang.